Come on. This week on All Podcast Matters. Well, technically, there should be an S at the end. That's it. it. Kanye West loses his goddamn mind. Trump uh, hires a lot of racists. No, Trump is putting together the all-star team of racists. <laughs> the monsters? Yes. Like, if y'all got mad at Kevin Durant coming to Warriors, you should be the, the monster that Donald Trump is putting together right now. He's doing, like, Yankees, dude. He's just signing names. He, all the races are going to be there. There's no salary cap for races, I guess. No, no, no. This shit's gonna this shit's gonna be popping, son. And I mean by that, yeah. Safety, shooting at us. Safety pins. We're actually gonna be selling some. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we should. Five dollars. These have been blessed by a Watutu Shaman. Hey, Thanksgiving coming up. You guys gonna go get fat? I'm super excited. And I've already purchased our tickets for the Minecraft movie. <laughs> um they gave me what I want, and now I immediately don't want it. Dark Phoenix is going to be the X-Men's next saga. Inhumans television show. Mm-hmm. Full Metal Aquilus trailer looks dope. Um, also, Kong. You just King, no, no, no. King Kong's going to get a good movie for the first time. Yeah, they that whole thing with the black and white stump plum playing. I don't know what y'all white people love about that shit. <laughs> All right, and then top five Denzel movies. Hope you enjoy the show this week. Welcome to Hashtag All Podcasts Matter, the show about social issues, politics, capes, and Keanu Reeves. Capes. Holding it down here is Mr. Never Wrap It Up, and I'm not talking leftovers, the anchor of the show, Mr. Writer. Mr. Victor Mellon Jr. How you doing? Executive producer. Right. I want my chits in there. I'm trying to get my IMDs up, right? I, I, hyped, you, I hyped you up pretty good. I gave you some fanfare. Yeah, you did. Oh, I'm here. I'm here too. Yeah, Keen. with a dope ass Charmander shirt on. Hell yeah, Charmander forever. Exactly. Oh, he got the uh, Mass Effect gun. That's, that's gangster. Yep, crossover. I need that world in my life. Oh, he needs to be a playable character. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just start the show off because 2000 as t- 2016 has taken a lot from me. I lost Prince. I don't give a fuck about everything else. I, that that shit still hurts more than Donald Trump winning presidency. I lost Prince, so now I ain't got Prince. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, everybody else that died this year, they that sucked. Oh, yeah, my bad, Muhammad Ali. Um, And then Muhammad Ali dies, the world cries. Kaepernick does something very Muhammad Ali-ish. The world hates him. The same people that were crying for Muhammad Ali hates Kaepernick. Anyway, but 2006, you didn't do all that bad. One reason I can't talk about. They know why. And then uh, Lou Wolf has stepped down as uh, whatever the fuck he was doing. I think he was just hating on real fans of Oakland A's. He's not going to be anywhere. He's not going to touch the A's anymore. What, what and is, that's awesome. What does this mean? Like, what does this mean for – I see a lot of A's fans <laughs> excited about it, but what does that mean? So um, Lou Wolf is not the majority owner, but he's like the managing partner. So he made a lot of decisions. John Fisher, I think is his name, uh, is – you might know him. Everybody might know him because of those silly Gap commercials we used to see. He is a heir to the Gap throne. So he he's the money behind the uh, the A's. And Lou Wolf was the front man making a lot of decisions. 
Lou Wolf is a uh, real estate guy. And for a long time, we just felt like their idea was just we're making money off the A's. We're not about winning championships. When we have a team over across the far miles, four, really four miles away by water. Like that's how that's how that's what separates the A's and the Giants about four or five miles of water. And then you got one team that spends <laughs> all their money to make the fans happy by winning championships and building a new ballpark. And now they have tripled in value. They're one of the most expensive teams. They're they're worth they're one of the worst most worth teams. I, I didn't say that right. But then you got across the bay, same fan base, same area. And you got rabbit fans, but it was like, no, we're just gonna we keep making money because you know collective bargaining and TV money. We this is just it was just an income for them, and so now that he steps down, we feel this is might be it, it's a little bit hope. We don't know what it means at all, but it feels like this is a time where maybe we might get a new stadium or maybe they might start spending money on players because we have birthed a lot of great players. Last year's MVP was A's, Gio Gonzalez, all these guys. You're in assessment as stars how, around the league. How many A's were in the World Series? Uh, Quite a few, right? Addison Russell was, uh, oh, my God. He's a beast for the Cubs. He was in our, Coco Crisp was in our uh, in our foundation. I mean, things. Uh, Josh Reddick was playing for the Dodgers. Um, but I'm happy, I'm happy for you guys because people <laughs> – uh, Stones in a Glass House. As, if you don't know, you're not in the Bay Area. There's off, often a rivalry between mm-hmm. uh, cross Bay teams, and a lot of San Francisco teams want to talk shit to the Oakland teams, and kind of look at San Francisco fans now who have our San Francisco Niners are the most poorly managed team in mm-hmm. sports. Well, <laughs> well, we held that title for a while. We weren't the worst. Everybody likes to call us the worst, but there's a team called the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> so I mean, we were a two. But yeah, the Cleveland Browns. But you guys are by far the worst team, Rand, and for no reason you should have been. It's it's a, you got you got the number one number the top three tourist attraction cities in the world, and you move a billion dollar industry out of it. That that was just smart, genius. <laughs> and you make then instead of that, yeah. So okay, so here's the thing, Bay Area. It's we have the worst traffic in the world. Well, not the worst. We we're up there in traffic, worst traffic and shit like that. We're not nowhere near L.A. and uh, New York sucks, but ours sucks by our standard. We're really not that bad. Have you ever been to New York traffic? No. That shit is f- disgusting. But Bay Area as a metropolitan, as a tri city or whatever the shit you want to call it, we have terrible traffic. So let's build a billion dollar stadiums where you have to drive about a mile and a half through the streets off the freeway and let's not make it BART accessible. Let's not make it train accessible. Let's not make it bus accessible. But then you, you moved it from an area where they had all that had two freeways to get to in the motherfucker. So it was just it, it, bad, poor, poor, poor planning. <laughs> and the reason why, like I know a lot of you people see the Coliseum and you see people talking shit about the Coliseum. The reason why the Coliseum is such a, uh, people we still want it there is because the Coliseum has two major freeways on either side of it. It has Caltrans, which is like, if you're back East, it's like the bullet train that runs from, you can get from DC to New York and shit like that. Um, and the BART is right there. And the BART, it lets it's, you it's, off on the BART. It's, it's so the close. The bridge takes you over you to can, the Coliseum. You can, you can fall off BART, mm-hmm. drunk. I've never done that before, but yeah, when, you're, when you're really drunk, you can fall off BART and get to the stadium. It's amazing. 
Yeah. And so it's just a perfect place, and that's why both teams want to stay there because you don't get that any. Bart, the Coliseum is probably the most accessible stadium in the United States. And I know you can get a lot of places on the subways in New York, but you can't drive anywhere in New York. You can actually drive to a Warriors game, <clears throat> a A's game, and uh, a Raiders game. You can actually get in your car and drive. And, yeah, it's gridlock when you get there, but it's not going to take you probably about 30 minutes to get in there because there's so many ways to get in the Coliseum, so many entrances and shit like that. So that's a little Oakland sports teams geographical quiz trivia for you. <laughs> Yo, boy. Speaking of ge- geographical quizzes, Mr. Kanye West. Huh, I see what you did there. He, West. he said that if he voted, which he didn't, mm-hmm. he would have voted for Trump. We are a long way from college dropout and late registration. What happened to you, old friend? I know a lot of people contradict themselves sometimes. People people are walking dichotomies, and I, I get that. Tupac was a good one. Uh, as as we discussed before, we're we're very, we're very socially conscious individuals, but we still use Amazon Prime. Yes, that's <laughs> the those contradictions are normal that you might find in everyday people. However, when you make when you say stuff like George Bush doesn't like black people, or or when you say that. But that was late registration well, in uh grad in uh graduation Kanye that said no listen like black people. I'm convinced that there's at least seven different Kanye's. Mm-hmm. There's the Kanye that believes racism still exists, the one that said that and it's keeping him out of the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. Jesus walks with him, Kanye. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's uh, all falls down Kanye. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh Republican Kanye, who is like kind of Republican, but he doesn't really care enough to actually like vote. Vote. So good for, good for you. I heard then, uh, like up until you said that if that food would have ran in 2012, I would have gave him a 2020. I would have like, I'm, I'm listening. Yeah. I'm like, what you got? If Donald Trump can win, I would love Kanye <laughs> Tittle to win. Who do, you, but, uh, who do you think who would be his running mate? Could we see like a Carter West? I'd be, I'd be okay with that. Hell no. Wh- which Carter? Sean Carter? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other Carter, Dwayne Carter. <laughs> <laughs> no. G- like, if you, if you had heard like, he even Kanye said Jay Z can only stand him. like him. There's never been a Northwest and Blue Ivy play date. So he was like, Jay Z can only stand me in spurts. And I was like, Yeah, that that is one of the friends you like only can be around like for a little bit. We both made money together, we made albums together, but I wouldn't <laughs> want to kick with Kanye all the time because he's manic. That's okay, but I wish I just wish he would say less things. I still like his music though. Yeah, yeah, Powell's cool. Speaking of Donald Trump. Remember we promised not to give him any airtime? I, I was thinking about that earlier this week, <laughs> and then stuff happened. Then it keeps happening. So, Donald Trump, eh, he ever since the, he's, like, backed off his his uh, Hitlerish screaming at people. He's like, Obamacare's all right. Maybe that's, maybe that's cool. And so, maybe, you know, Dave Chappelle told us to give us a little hope, you know, give him a chance to fuck up the country. Uh, and then he announced his staffing, and we're like, oh. Yeah. So no. let's go through some of his staff members. Well, Michael Flynn is his security advisor. Yes. He is an advocate for a hate of Islam. Mm-hmm. He thinks that it's not really a religion, but mm-hmm. like more of just a way to hide uh, uh, political ideologies of hate. Oh. 
That's awesome. Which is uh, great. That's a great. That's he should be help running the country. How he, about what's what, what else? <laughs> Steve ba- Steve Bannon. Oh yes, um, he's a chief campaign strategist that uh, kind of turned the election around for him when Donald Trump seemingly lost his goddamn mind. Yeah, and he's uh, also a devout racist. Mm-hmm. Jeff Session also also uh, a, a racist blogger. Yeah, uh, and oh, not just racist. He hates the LGBT t- community. Mm-hmm. Don't forget about the art people. So he's a, uh, he's kind of formed a good a good conglomerate of uh, of of white nationalist hate. Because mm-hmm. you got to keep the hate train rolling, baby. Just in case people thought that he was like going to the lowest common denominator just to get the middle middle America vote. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. He's really about this hatred because he know hates wins election. And let's keep it all. And other things he said, he was like, you know what? I'm not living in D.C. all the damn time. I'm gonna live in New York. So he's gonna be a half ass president. Uh, South Park did a good. <laughs> oh man, South Park. It's sad when you're the voice of reason, even though it's it's not sad that they are, but it's sad that you're the voice of reason in this world. That sucks. I do you want to talk about safety pins now? Yeah, let's just let's just take it down one more notch till we bring the show right back up. Even even my like sales have been blown out. I'm excited to talk about this, and I'm, mm-hmm. you're kind of passionate. You posted an article about it, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, safety pins. Let's talk about that. If you don't know, people. Well, white, started white, it, it started in the UK. Uh-huh. Uh, white people were wearing safety pins after Brexit because the British exited the EU because they want, didn't want immigrants coming in their country and shit like that. Uh, South Park talked about this also. <laughs> they very like little shorthand gave it a little insult. And so then white people, white, white people, as it's been spelled, W-Y-P-I-P-O. I love that now. White people was wearing safety pins to say, you know what? You're safe with me. So tell Muslims, LBG, anybody that might feel oppressed by a country in Britain or Great Britain, whatever, you know, this safety pin means, you know, you're safe with me. I'm not one of those white people. I'm one of the good white people. And so that has been adopted after the Donald Trump election. Uh, white people in America started wearing the safety pins. And at first I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And then somebody really was like, stop this shit. This was a white person who happens to be bisexual. He wrote in a Huffington Post. He was like, let's stop this shit. All right. Let's not say this is that's not where this the safety pin is for. He said the safety pin is more for white people to feel safe about them not being those other white people. And he said like some really like poignant ass shit. He was like, no, this is for people to feel better about themselves because they don't want to be lumped in with all these other people. But it's like, are you really doing your best to not be lumped in all these people? When grandma starts talking about damn Mexicans and those damn Muslims and them damn terrorists, do you trade grandma? Or do you just, oh, well, that's grandma being grandma. If you if grandpa says, oh, shit, if your auntie says, if your cousin says other shit, do you check them when you do it? Because I know myself, when somebody says some stupid shit about Muslims, hell, white people, Mexicans, anything, I check the ass. If you saying some racist ass shit in front of me, because I have, I have uh, Muslim friends, I have Asian friends, I have Mexican friends, I have friends that are in, in America illegally, I have friends that are residents, I have friends that uh, if they get arrested, they'll get deported. So I have all of them, and they're all hardworking people. None of them are bad dudes. You know, somebody smoke a little weed, but that don't make you a bad dude. And so I check when people say it. I, I work with kids, and they say something stupid. I check their ass like, no, 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 no. Your parents' views aren't going to be tolerated here. 
if you want to form your own views, and I wish your parents would, if I check you, tell your parents to come up here. <laughs> they'll turn right the fuck back around when they see me and i agree wholeheartedly the time is not for safety pins the time is to do let's let's, let's do more than safety pins if you want uh we developed like a curriculum where you can get like merit badges mm-hmm. for doing things that you don't have to feel bad about yourself yeah we're gonna do uh white people scouts yeah we- <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad system you can go out there and it's not even about money it's your time and it's about you know what checking checking your privilege. Yeah, because I'm not telling you to feel shame about your white privilege. That shit is awesome. It is a superpower, man. Use just use it for good. Exactly, white privilege, man. Oh my god, we should write that comic book. We should write that comic book. Mm-hmm. Let's start the curriculum, and we'll get white privilege man going. I'll start drawing up some sketches tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, use your white privilege to promote the show. We'd really we'd we'd appreciate that. <laughs> You're in. Book us at your your children's birthday parties, preferably overseas. We'll do it. <laughs> in, in nice places, you know. Buenos Aires looking popping right about now. Hope, hopefully all the bugs are dead. Yeah, so the thing about safety pins is like, yeah, you guys can do all you want to, but that's not the time, all right? Speak up. Don't just wear a safety pin to make you feel better like you're higher than mighty. That's the same. Put you in the same people that was high and mighty about voting for third parties. I ain't forgot that shit. The safety pins actually scare me a little bit mm-hmm. because I'm kind of a little bit distrustful of white people at this point. Oh, yeah. So I feel like they might stab me. Speaking of distrust for white people, um, I was excited about Dave Chappelle being on SNL, and he did not disappoint. It it was amazing. Seeing this, again, made me just feel like warm and tingly inside. Mm-hmm. It was like running into a friend on the street you haven't seen in 10 years. Also, it happened to be your birthday, and your friend remembered it was your birthday, has a favorite video game and a cobbler for you. You're a mm-hmm. cobbler man, right? Yeah. Fuck yeah, fucking with cobbler. Yeah, oh yeah. But, but, uh, this is the only time of year my diabetes gets gets to go all crazy. <laughs> um, but yes, Chappelle it was, was in it was, rare Chappelle form. He was. He'd been he training, was, I could tell. He was. He was. He was peak Chappelle. He was making us laugh, but then it was like, damn, this hurts so much. And then a lot of jokes white people weren't getting on SNL because that was a audience that wasn't. <laughs> so it was just awesome to hear his stuff because. Dave Chappelle's a goat to me because he'll make he'll make light of something really dark, but he's also gonna make you feel it. One of his jokes was talking about how uh, they killed Harambe, and then the Cincinnati police was like, "This was the hardest thing we ever had to do." And he's like, "You're gonna have a bunch of niggas walking around in gorilla costumes in Cincinnati now because since that's the hardest shooting the gorilla was the hardest <laughs> thing you had to do, but you kill us <laughs> at a hot second." So, and uh, shrug it off. Yeah. And I'm not saying gorillas, gorilla lives don't matter, but I'm like, mm, shit. I really hate Rambo jokes. They're, really, they're very, they're very juvenile. Really hate them. Um, he told us to give Donald Trump a chance, and we are, and we are seeing like, oh, that's what chances happen. But this, this is before all the uh, he appointed several dozen racists. Yes. <laughs> like how you hit on three racism, like, and I just remember when J- Reverend Jeremiah Wright said something and then the media blew it the fuck up and then Obama had to distance himself. We got three guys that are known racists and they're just getting trapped and the media's not saying that the media's normalizing this shit. So it's amazing what a little bit of melanin will make or a little less melanin will make people forget about stuff. Take off his safety pins and do real work. Mm-hmm. Take not- out the safety pins and be fucking outraged about the people he's a, a voting. And they want people to stop marching because he's going to heal this country. Nah, son. Now's the time. 
you don't have to sit there and just be angry and make terrible Facebook posts. Mm-hmm. Write letters. Write your congressman. Write your mailman. Your weed man. <laughs> Listen to the show over and over. Send us checks. Get them plays up, baby. Get them yeah. plays up. Um, Dave Chappelle also did a election night skit where he was with a room full of white people and they were outraged of how things were going. One said, well, of course, the Donald Trump won Kentucky. All the racist people were in Kentucky. It was like white people were coming to terms that stuff black people all uh, already knew. It's like, yeah, we 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 thought she was going to win, but we weren't surprised. Dave Chappelle said it the best. He was like, I know white people. <laughs> They're not full of surprises. So it's like, yeah, like, hmm. Uh, so it was very poignant and on the things. Hopefully they got the messages happening. And then, of course, he did uh, some of his famous characters from the Chappelle show in a great Negan skit. That was amazing. It was it was great to see those characters back again mm-hmm. in the way that was uh, <laughs> referencing my, one of my favorite comic books. Comic books, not TV show. I think the show is kind of trash. It's getting there. It's very Jefferson's. <laughs> I mean, it's too. It's too like uh, nothing good happens. Nothing good happens. Yeah, it's it's kind of tor- it's kind of torture porn. Mm-hmm. I, I I need something else. It, even in the apocalypse, something good's gotta happen. You gotta catch a break, and it's a easy apocalypse, guys. It's a real, and I know the Walking Dead. The real symbolism is people are terrible. People are terrible and stuff like that. But you gotta catch a break, all right? The show. I think the comic is, does a better job of like um, showing like the apocalypse, but still having some sort of like levity and hope mm-hmm. between like relationships with people. Uh, the show, not so much. It might have ran its course. They said it's never going to end because money. Oh, yeah. But it can end for us so we can stop watching it anytime, and I'm out. W people. Uh, one joke on SNL was <laughs> very funny. Chris Rock said, uh, one of the cast members asked, why are women voting for Donald Trump? And Chris Rock said some real stuff. He was like, 40, 53% of the country is women. He said if 50, 53, God damn it. 55% of the country was black. If 53% of the country was black, you'd never see another white president. Probably true. Then he had a, then it was a, you know, it was a dated Chris Rock joke when he said Flavor Flav would be president. No, that's fine. It's not really dated because if you think about, uh, it's dated. Flavor Flav. No one talks about Flavor Flav anymore. When he was popular? Yeah, but that's dated when he was popular. Okay, fine. It is. I'm, I just, I like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big Chris Rock fan, and I'm like, any, even the even my Newt Slender, when people are like, I don't like Chris Rock, he yells all the time. I'm like, oh, that's No, if he just said Denzel would have been president. Denzel would have been president. Oh, he needed a bad example, though. Yeah. Because uh, Donald Trump is terrible. That's I think that's the joke he's going for. Yeah. Who would have been a good, terrible joke right now? I think The Rock would have been president. He still might be president. He's still talking about it. Who, The Rock? Yeah. He said something? Yeah, he said he might run for president. Fuck yeah, I'll do that. That hey, bruh, that'd be cheap as fuck, bruh. <laughs> bruh, that inauguration party, bruh, they be roasting pig on their White House line. Yeah, yeah, I'd be pretty uh, pretty okay with that. Mm. Ready to go to break? Yeah, before we get to break, I want to talk about the show's first sponsor. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. Herman. Yeah. As we know on the show, we're both uh, big fans of comic books and comic book creators, mm-hmm. and you know what we're also a fan of. Creator owned and independent comic books. Yeah. Angelica Reigns. Angelica Reigns is currently running a Kickstarter trying to uh, publish their first few issues. Mm-hmm. 
And it's also important to support um, characters of color. Mm-hmm. Angelica Reigns is trying to establish a life, a life outside of the shadow, or sh- outside of her mother's cult and the Dark Lord's power. She's a young woman in a new city trying to make new connections. All that is put on hold to, when she becomes prey to a secret society called the Faith. There are a faceless, faceless, timeless, and secret organization with roots that go back to the Crusades. Their mission is to bring back purity and magic to this world. They have their ways to track and monitor, monitor dark magic. I'll post the link to the Kickstarter. Let's make this comic happen. Let's make comic books great again. <laughs> I agree. Also, a musical guest this week is What's Real. Uh, music from The Human Experiment. He had an album dropped this week. I'll put links to that in the description as well. Let's go to the break. Enjoy this music. For the masters it made classical rap of classic variety actually trying to pattern they rhyme in the dazzle Megan and mono followers of a rhyme traveler back in the day before ego and pride couldn't have enough back when I sat at the TV screen observing camera back when the internet wasn't where we got our data from back in them days and them times back then yeah that was the taste to laugh it up memories and nostalgia live forever inside you when they add up to the math and you're whether playing the song or looking at flicks in the camera life is creating memories out of moments so batter up no, this life can move fast, so let's take a Back to that boy meets world Let's take a To prove my foot with the swirls To drop top perms and curls To know what you have, gotta know what you had Back to case with CDs Back to antennas on TVs Back to when life was carefree Take me back, I wanna go back Take me back, I wanna go back and we're back i hope you all enjoyed that musical segment mm-hmm. from what's real now it's time for our campfire combo let's both talk in our npr voices yes npr is the shit my bad npr is the shit and the shit has been brought to you by the Dog Pound. <laughs> Dropping hot shit, isn't it? Since 1994. The Dog uh, Pound. This week, one of my favorite holidays is is on the horizon. I can see it, smell it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. Thanks, motherfucking giving. Now, Shirley Caesar's been all over the uh, internet. <laughs> with the, uh, the well, I forgot what it's called, the Shirley Season Challenge. But... Uh, War G posted one where she's doing that with uh, Callie is active. It's kind of slap. That was the greatest. I watched that probably like seven times consecutively. Yeah. Thanksgiving, a time where family get together and act like they like each other. That's the best part. Mm-hmm. And then Sweet Potato Pie comes out. Um, As of late, people have been ret- trying to be the macaroni queen and it's been falling. Last year, somebody put macaroni the box macaroni in them with the regular macaroni no i'm not white <laughs> and that person no, wasn't white either nobody couldn't see the look that i gave him just now <laughs> like he's, he cut his eyes at me so hard like i, I flinched a little bit and that was my family that's the other side of the family you know they would do shit like that this this year is gonna be a little low-key which i'm happy about so yeah yeah same here i gotta ask you a controversial question though yeah cranberry sauce I fucks with it, but I don't. I mean, I ain't looking for it. I ain't checking for it. I mean, what I'm checking for is mac and cheese, some sweet potato pie. 
Uh, I have never had pumpkin pie at thing at Thanksgiving. Uh, maybe some cobbler, peached, <laughs> some good stuffing. The uh, the honey glazed ham with the pineapples. My mom makes some bad de- badass deviled eggs. Young son, please don't the turkey be dry. Please don't let it be dry. And that magical dish that somebody brings every year that we didn't think it was gonna happen. Somebody brought like a uh, fried chicken one time. I was like, hey, that was dope. Okay, okay, I roll with it. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like those surprise dishes that don't really go with Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody brought pizza. Like, I, well, you know what? <laughs> Never a bad time for pizza. I'm like, all right, on my second plate, I'm just going to get like a slice of pizza and some red beans and rice. Exactly. And some, uh, co- and some cobbler. We'll see what happens. Uh, do you go all out? As of, uh, When I found out I had the sugar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for all our friends, all our friends that might be urbanly challenged the sugar is uh, old black people for diabetes <laughs> i'm sometimes i'm a stereotype oh you know oh you know i gotta wash my sugar yeah the sugar uh, and i will teach you next week i'll teach you what touched me <laughs> oh that poor baby little touched <laughs> it's touched <laughs> i've been seeing a lot of old black people at work so like those phrases are coming out of my, my lexicon mm-hmm. like all right now when you see like all old, right now yeah, yeah when you see like an old black person my dad moved to uh New Orleans for maybe like two years. And he came back. Everything was. He heard me. I was like, hey, stop that shit. You was he's from Vallejo. I'm like you was already country as fuck being from Vallejo, bro. Everything followed. You heard me. I was like, dude, no. You heard me. I was like, stop. I don't know if that was really said that much. Oh yeah, because my, like, my my exposure to New Orleans is a uh, juvenile. Yeah, it's it's uh nah it man. It's like way with Mexicans, but they don't, you know, if you don't in the right place, you don't hear it. Killing this way. Yeah. But like, I'll say like these new kids that I'll be hanging around, I'll be like, uh, some scared way or something like that. And they'll be like, huh? And I was like, oh, <laughs> y'all not really about that life, huh? And then I was like, that's a stereotype. I'm sorry. But now nah, I, lo- I love Thanksgiving. I'm all about that side life. Yeah. Uh, I fucks with it. I'm, I'm, I'm a two player, but I. After my first plate with all the carbs in it, I just go meat. That's Tear it the fuck up. You gotta you gotta be efficient. Yeah, and then turkey sandwiches the next day. Um, my aunt was an OG. She started bringing. She started buying, uh, to go plates that you would get in like that they would give you, at a, like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So I started bringing them to there. So she had pop to go plates because you can't keep <laughs> you can't let the food touch, man. Are you, you, are, are, are you one of those? I'm not really. I like all, I want my food. I don't want my chicken getting soggy, but I don't like. I don't, I'm not a. I don't trip off that. Yeah, I don't want my cornbread getting soggy. Uh, I hate it when there's like the one family friend that finds out. Like, there's always a few family friends, and then like I feel awkward when they think I'm handsome, and then they want to fix my plate at the end of the night, and I'm like, God damn it, let me get out of here. <laughs> and my family can't know I'm a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I was one. I was one. I had to, I had to say that real quick. Oh, I yeah, was one. Yeah. I'm like, uh. Yeah, yeah, shut up. <laughs> uh, Moving right along. This yeah. show is great. Speaking of uh, Thanksgiving, I wanted to talk a little bit about terrible consumerism here in America. Yeah. The we? tradition known as um, as Black Friday. I I'm, I've, I have a time-honored tradition of uh-huh. changing everything with a negative black connotation to white. Mm-hmm. I'm currently changing it to white magic. 
It's and actually white, not, it's and white not a negative connotation. Okay, not this one. This one doesn't work. Yeah. But I'm still calling it white magic and, yeah. and white male. Uh, black Friday, right? Um, there's two colors you used to use in the ledger, red and black. Red means negative. Black means positive. That's that's all it is, uh, except on the battery. It's the opposite, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, red, red um, in ledger in the red for three quarters, you'd be in the red. And around this time where the sales coming in, this is the first time you're in the black. So that's why it's called Black Friday, because it's the first time where all these stores are just going to start making money hands over fist because these are the holidays where gifts getting bought because this is about after Thanksgiving. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. Y'all notice how Christmas started like er- like this Christmas season started earlier and earlier, like after there's some people that love it. Some people hate it. That Christmas starts after Christmas season starts after Halloween. Halloween, yeah, and decorations go up and shit like that. I'm at a, I, I love me and my mom and my sister because we don't big whoop about Christmas. My mom's like, Vic, what you want? Here's a bill, mom. That's what I want for Christmas. I'll love you forever. Uh, me and my sister don't buy each other's gifts, and I'm like, thank God, that's awesome. So I only got to buy gifts for my moms, and now I'm just, I'm getting good at buying uh, old black lady stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Perfume and jewelry, baby. Perfect. Oh, and spa, uh, spa coupons. She loves that shit. <laughs> she loves spa days and shit. I always try to convince people not to go shopping on Black Friday because they always put out like garbage mm-hmm. that's on sale. Oh, they got some. They got some good shit at Walmart. They got like uh, 4K TVs for uh, 260. Yeah, but those, Samsung. Those are generally the, the garbage models that they couldn't that they couldn't sell before. Hold on, Samsung. Not, the, not it's not the biggest sales day of the year. That's for just when pe- people want to just get rid of the garbage they couldn't get rid mm-hmm. of before. Mm-hmm. You can you, you, you can find better deals online, and they probably only have like three of those TVs. True. This is this one to get you in the door, unless you want to get like forty five uh, washcloths for one cent mm-hmm. at Walmart. I move my mic. Also, fuck Walmart. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! I fucks with Walmart. Nah, man, they don't pay you overtime. I hear doctoring uh, paychecks and whatnot. Oh, damn! They th- they're thieves. Aren't they run by Mormons? Uh, no, nah, I think they're devout Christians. Them and Sam's Club. Oh, um, Stan Kroenke? Yeah. The dude, L.A., his wife is a Walmart heiress. He's worth like $4 billion, She's worth like $9 billion. That's mm-hmm. how you marry up. You didn't think you can marry up after $4 billion. Oh, yeah, you can. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and there is a difference. Like, if I got $1 million, you got $2 million, it's not really a difference. But if I got $4 billion, you got $9 million, there's a big difference. There's a big difference between $1 billion and $2 billion. I don't know. That's a whole billion. <laughs> what? What is There's your... hella millionaires. Like, you probably know a millionaire. Like, you wouldn't even notice. You probably know a millionaire right now. You probably know two or three of them. We know, like, we know a few people. Like, I think Sam's a millionaire, right? I think he got a million dollar contract. But, you know, that's regular people. There's hella millionaires. There's only a few billionaires in the motherfuckers in, in the world. Well, I'm still not going Black Friday shopping. Cause, uh, cause... I, I, I did it once just to see how, like, lit it got. Got pretty lit. I did it too. Yeah. It was terrible. And my thing is like, I'm not good with lines. I don't care what how to get the deal is. I ain't standing in line. I'm the motherfucker that will walk out the store with the TV. Because <laughs> you, you were a retail before, right? Yeah. I'm also the, I, I'm also, my black privilege is a lot of people don't fuck with me. That's my black privilege. But the black privilege is also, it works both ways. The wrong people will fuck with me. Blue lives matter. <laughs> I get talked to. Like, 
they just want me to go off. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. Why the fuck would I be upset? <laughs> like one time I was, uh, they didn't know how big I was, but I was, I was in the car and I think I was driving out. One of my headlights was broke. So a cop hit a legal U-turn, sped up to get behind me and throwing his lights and almost like ran up to me to where like he was about to hit me because he wanted me to run off. And I was like, do you see my car? How far would I get? So I was like, oh, he was like, you have a headlight out. I was like, y'all did all that for a headlight? Like, <laughs> you made a legal U-turn into oncoming traffic, sped down the street because my, my taillight was out. I mean, my headlight was off. Perfect. Like, if y'all, I wasn't running. This is 88 Honda Accord. I wasn't going nowhere. This ain't, this, so yeah. Well, I'm glad you survived that, that uh, running with Johnny Law. Oh, and then I was in uh, Walnut Creek. Walnut Creek is a... Uh, affluent that, area. That's the perfect word. I wanted to use that word. Of uh, the Bay Area, very red. If you know what I mean. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> tsunami, and, I, and I don't mean su whoop. You're hit with a tsunami of privilege. Yeah, and so like I see a cop, I I, I see a cop, and I make a right turn. The cop throws, does a legal turn, runs up on me, and um. Pulls me over. And he was like, uh, you ran that red light. I was like, nah, I didn't. I ran the right turn. He's like, yes, you did. I saw you uh, run that red light. I was like, you want to know what I know? I didn't run the red light. Run the red light because I saw you. I saw you before I made a turn. So I made sure I stopped. I made sure my blinker was on and I turned over. And he goes, well, I'm 98% sure you ran that red light. And I said, you wouldn't tell a judge that. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> Good line. And so this was before they was knocking niggas down. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was like, well, I'm going to let you off with a warning. F- fucking warning. Don't don't not run red lights. <laughs> Be careful being black. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I will not drive in that city. In the, I will drive in the daytime, but I will not that city at night. That's probably for the best. Yeah. I used to work retail. And back when I did many moons ago, I worked like until 11 o'clock the day before uh Thanksgiving mm-hmm. before Black Friday. And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, can you come in at two on uh, Black Friday? And then I quit. I've never, like, Black Friday when I worked. So the last time I worked retail, I was like 19. Black Friday wasn't the big ass event that it was. Like, Black Friday got a shot in the arm when they started advertising for it. Because there was always a Black Friday, but it never was big until, like, you started seeing advertising and shit. And then you started seeing the silly ass deals, like 70 inch TV for the off off brand <laughs> for uh, Devu, yeah, the element. <laughs> <laughs> That's my I favorite. had one actually. It's a good TV. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, 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 all it did was play video games. It was fine with me. <laughs> then some Negroes broke into the house and stole it. My bad. I didn't mean to say Negroes. Somebody broke into my house. And stole some it. persons. Some persons. Um. Yeah, Black Friday is just America at. That's the reason why the terrorists hate us. Pretty much. That's one of the reasons. Don't, don't, don't go Black Friday shopping. You can buy stuff on the internet. Oh, yeah. Uh, they might. They, they'll they catch you with that Samsung. That is the best deal I heard. Samsung 4K TV for $246. That That's that's pretty good. That almost got me up. But then I was like, I don't need a TV. No, nah, but it'll probably catch fire. You got to read those reviews. Mm. They're like, uh, if, you wa- if you watch NBA basketball and you happen to be eating, eating, eating soup, then <laughs> your TV might catch fire. It's like this isn't a Samsung Seven TV, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it? It is. It is. You gotta read the reviews, man. 
right, this has been our uh, our fireside conversation about Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Fuck Walmart. Enjoy this musical segment. part of the show where we talk about movie news and steve carell knowing where the real money is that offered to do a movie that uh, scratches my fucking head i mean well, agreed to do a movie that's scratching my fucking head steve carell will be the voice of i don't know the dude's name because i'm not five but he's doing a <laughs> minecraft movie <laughs> does cole know about minecraft yet no, I don't. I think he kind of missed the boat on this. Okay. That the Minecraft trolley was was uh, a few years ago. Yeah, like, and they're like, "Wait, why are y'all making this movie now?" I guess it's gonna be fun. I don't know. I think you know how I'm a fan of kids' movies. It's no, it, no. <laughs> it's 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 all right. Uh, Steve Carell makes plenty of bad films. Mm-hmm. Evan Almighty. That was not his fault. Whose fault was it? Jim's Carrey's? Yeah, probably. James Carrey? Mm-hmm. Before he got money? Hey, he made Gru twice, all right? The movie was awesome. Uh, I don't hate him. He's all right. He just doesn't do things that I like. <laughs> you don't like Despicable, Despicable Me? Not really. I can do without it. What? I love that movie. So this is a movie I have this, no this, care this, about. I, I, the only reason why I'm talking about it is because it's such like, you kind of missed the boat on Minecraft. Nobody's having Minecraft parties anymore. And really, Steve Real, you ain't got nothing better to do. Forty Year Old Virgin was a that was his best movie. Besides Gru, uh, Little Miss Sunshine. That's Never my, seen it. That's I saw that one scene of Sunshine. That's my jam. Never seen it. I, I'm not, I don't like smarter than everybody else indie movies. I love indie. I love indie movies. No, I don't. I, I don't say indie movies. Smarter than everybody indie movies. Where you have that 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 the movie is smarter than everybody and shit like that. Like I don't like Adventureland. I don't like. Uh, I I don't like Superbad. <laughs> I don't like Superbad. That movie's fucking boring to me. Like the best part that's of not, like, that's not an indie movie. That is a Superbad is an indie movie. All right, man. Maybe. That, that's not an independent film. Maybe. I don't see Miramax behind that shit. Or does Miramax do a movie? Any <laughs> hoot. So I I'm, no, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that. We need we need room in America for uh, goofy children's movies. Mm-hmm. Anything that will take my mind away from uh, like current president <laughs> is okay. We got a hard. Uh, we're no. doing we're doing we're doing time. Let's get, get, let's get in the gym yeah. and put the panties back together. Yeah, I'm done. I'm hey. Um, we'll get some Guy Fox masks. Reboot, put- reboot, 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 reboot. I want my button. Green Hornet reboot. Green Hornet is the place to be. And Gavin O'Connor 
is been tagged to reboot uh, Green Hornet, and it's probably going to be greedy and a lot of more people getting a top whip, top pull back because he directed The Accountant, which I haven't seen, but I heard it was dope as fuck. You, you excited did, about a Green Hornet review? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to watch the TV series with my grandpa. With Bruce? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I did like the remake from like like 10 years ago with Seth uh, Seth Rogen. I did too. Uh if you want to cast it right now, cast it right now at the top of your dome. Uh, I can go first if you want me to. Yes. Uh, uh, what's the Asian dude's name? I don't know. Whatever. The Bruce Lee character. Uh, it would be either, because um, he's a silent dude, right? It would either be Tony Ja or Rama. Um, I'll go, what about the white guy? I don't know. It would be a straight white dude. like. <laughs> you want to go like Ray Park and Bradley Cooper? The Coops can be in it. Coops out with the yeah. shit. Because what's what's he up to? He's out yeah. there. He can do stuff. Uh, he's being Rocket and Raccoon. Man, he's living the life. We got to get into voice acting. We do. <laughs> you can do it. I don't know if I can be a voice actor. I'll do it. Uh, yeah. But uh, but I'm excited about it. Now I'm I'm just surprised that they are rebooting this because mm-hmm. th- like we just talked about, it, the last one was a good movie. Yeah. It's just nobody get nobody cares about this property. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's um. Uh, it's like trying to jump into the comic book superhero thing, and it's you no. Know, this doesn't have the following that it that that it does. Like the Voltron Force had the following to make a big robot cat movie. That's because the following the Green Hornet following is your grandpa old. Yeah, I've never seen the show. I just knew Bruce was on it. It's old AF. Speaking of old AF, no. Reboot, 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 reboot. So, in the most exciting reboot news I have ever heard, that immediately disappoint me. Like, like, this is seeing your dream girl, and you know you're about to hit, and then she's like, oh, by the way, I have herpes. And you're just like, no. X-Men. Was that a good analogy? Because X-Men is doing the Dark Phoenix saga? Yeah. I I I I got so excited when I heard that, and immediately was like, "Fuck!" You can't do the Dark Phoenix saga without first covering the mm-hmm. Phoenix. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. First of all, it's a saga. I mean, I guess you can. Uh, 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 if they're gonna do it right, we don't need a we don't need an origin story. You kind of need one in this case. Though. But it's a saga, right? What's so a, what's a, what is what even is a phoenix? It's a saga, right? So yeah. we can do it in three movies. That's a saga, right? Oh, well, yeah. If you want to do a trilogy, that's cool. Yeah. If, if that's what they're referring to. If they're going to jump into it, like the X-Men been X-Men-ing, you know, kind of throwing some shots at the old movies that didn't do anything. Uh, cast good. I say since you have a good director that likes movies, you, who's going to... Oh, you wanted to talk about how you can make X-Men movie better? That's what... Yeah, that's what I did want to talk about. All... All the X Men movies had failed up until this point, uh-huh. completely missing the tone. But they got rid of they got rid of a key piece, though. No, Brian Singer. Uh-huh. Excellent. But then they're jumping right into the shark, the shark's mouth. Like they was like, you know what, you know what, we're gonna blow our load. Like, like this is. I mean, there's plenty of good X Men stories to tell after that. That's fine. But you know I, what Jurassic Park, the movie's fatal flaw was the first one that we never noticed. What the second attraction was the T Rex. Now, would you you blow your load on the most the animal that everybody want to see having it at the front? T Rex would have been at the end. No, the the book they have bigger stuff. Oh, 
Who reads fucking books? I read all the books. So what? Shut up. The, that the, you blow your load first, all the, right? You don't blow your load on the first thing. The movie was like tame by comparison. They like mm-hmm. took out action sequences. Yeah, but it's but it's fine. It was, it's it's still good. But what I do want to talk about: How do we make the X Men good? Got it already. What's, what's what what makes the X Men good? What's good in the cartoon? What made it work? Um, first of all, it's it it's a group of bunch of cool superheroes, but not too powerful. They have great stories, and. It was just fun. And Wolverine's part of the thing that makes it great. But it's like if you just stay true, stay home, make it a little bit gritty, and you can just have fun with it because the stories make themselves. The, the Part of the X-Men's like charm mm-hmm. is them being being at home. Mm-hmm. Let, let X-Men have like a large like interpersonal relationship. Yep. And it's kind of like uh, they're, they're co-workers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, yeah, you're cool. You're mm-hmm. cool. Some people hate each other. Some people like each other. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say co-workers. More of like a family. Family co-workers. Co-workers. Yeah. Perkers. I want to see the X-Men have fun together. Mm-hmm. Do stuff. You want to see Jubilee on missions? I do want to see Jubilee go on Could missions. Could they just reimagine Jubilee to have her powers be like... But then you got... Her powers are Gambit. Kind of. She took out a Sentinel once in the cartoon. She could probably do that. Like... But you know how like the best part of... I think they should reimagine her and just put her in. You know how the best part of the original trilogy was mm-hmm. Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart because yeah. they were friends in real life and you saw that translate to the screen mm-hmm. and we never got anything close to that after that? Mm-hmm. Let's do something like that again. Also, I want good fight choreography, not bullshit wire work. Mm-hmm. Have them actually use their powers. I think they're actually learning that, you know what, we can bring in Asian fight choreographers. I think people are learning that shit. Um, I have idea for director. You probably have him under contract, and he's not doing another Fox property. Might as you see, he can make a Fox property really fucking good, and he might be a comic book fan. Is it Tim Miller? Yep. Let Tim Miller do it. Famously directed the first Deadpool, which is a critical success. And do it like this: like y'all can give him creative control. X Men's gonna make money, period. Especially with us fans like us, we 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 paid to see all these X Men fans that we knew we were gonna bat. Now you give us some hope. And so now we're going to come there with, you know, a little bit of hope and shit like that. You give us Tim Miller, we're good. And then give him a bit of creative control, all right? That's where DC goes wrong. They'll hire the right director, but then they'll say, you know what? But now we want this and with this and want this and want this. Let's muck it up everything. So you get a good director and let him go buck wild. You guys let Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool and uh, Tim Miller have fun. And you made it rated R. And you guys made your money back then, fold, and you had everybody talking about it. Deadpool might have been the best. It's the best X-Men movie. No, I'm saying. It is. And I'm talking about 2016, right? came out 2016. What was better? Okay, my bad. Civil War. So it was top. What? It was the best X-Men movie. Yeah. Oh, you don't like it. That's right. It was. It was. Just say it. It was the best X-Men It was the movie. best movie. No, I'm talking about of 2016 of superhero movies. Where does it rank? On the bottom, you didn't like it, but what's what's on top of it? Civil War and Civil Suicide, War, yes, and Suicide Squad. You like okay, so cutsy. No, 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 no. You're being funny. Anyway, you really like you hated Suicide Squad. Okay, I put Deadpool above Suicide Squad. But then is it better? Is Doctor Strange better than Deadpool? I had more fun with Deadpool. Uh, Doctor Strange is better. I mean, maybe well acted, but it was overacted in some places. It wasn't a bad top list to be on, but there were some movies that bottomed the fuck out. Any hoot, let your boy do it. How are you going to fix it? Uh, make X-Men fun again. Make X-Men great again? Yeah, make, make the fucking Earth improve 
mm-hmm. use some of the some of the uh, classic plots. Mm-hmm. Use some people's favorite characters in good ways. Let's just have them sit on the bench and have us look at them. And let's just like not have the villain be some inner turmoil that we have in. Also, don't use Magneto for like ten years. He can be in shit, and he can be doing mal- like his powers are cool. But we need an actual villain. Yeah, don't have him be like. I think I might be the villain. Go back and forth on it. Yeah, just- have a real villain. Omega Red. I keep calling for him. He's a real fucking villain. Can we get Birdie? Can I get Pimpin's Sabretooth from the video game? Sabretooth would be great. There's there's a lot of good story arcs to use. And can um, we get, can, like, X-Men Universe, can we get the pimp characters in there? I need Cable with his pimping, bitch. I need, I need all the pimp characters to get some movie time, all right? Now, real Marvel news. Um, <laughs> like bootleg Marvel? Yeah, bootleg Marvel. Not even good. The, the Not Universal or Sony. That Marvel. Um, this is surprising news that the Inhumans is going to have a television show mm-hmm. since the movie was canceled for mm-hmm. a long time, maybe like a year or two. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly they just said, oh, yeah, the Inhumans are going to have a television series. Now. Obviously, Marvel's been listening to the show. Clearly. They know I want a Marvel Illuminati. And, well, you got three. You're not going to get Reed back. Uh, which, actually, they might. Cause you, you might, because they... I well, there was talks about how, like, how they had to switch. They switched characters because Ego, the planet, yeah, uh, that's and Megas- was owned by and Megasonic Teenage Warhead. That yeah. was a swap, and that was them working together. So it might be hints of working together. Who knows? Because Fox, they don't know what they're doing with Fantastic Four. So you know, there could they're be very there, DC there, over there. There could be a deal happening. Who knows? Yeah. So, but yeah, Inhumans is happening. It's going to be a TV show. The first thing episode is going to premiere in IMAX. Are you exci- rolling out big? Are you, yeah, that's that is true. Are you excited? Do you think it'd be good? Marvel's doing it. I like, I like um, the ABC shows. I think Netflix would have made it awesomer, but I don't. You don't have to be greedy with Inhumans because I don't actually I don't know a lot about them. They they're usually like closely tied with like Fantastic Forest. This mm-hmm. is kind of weird. I just guess we'll see how they're gonna do it. Yeah, they're gonna write rewrite, but uh, Marvel's good at rewriting stories. So oh yeah, it'll, it'll be fine. I'd- they did Civil War without anybody. Yeah, they did. Nobody was in Civil War. Luke Cage wasn't in Civil War, and they own him. They they boiled it down. Civil War is is fucking huge in the comics. It's a little mm-hmm. too big. Let's make it a little simpler. It's fine. Yeah, it's, there it's was const- no negative zone. It's, they- it's, 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 Civil, it's Civil War. Concentrate. And that was okay yeah, like, they stayed in the realm of reality, even though, like, I don't know. The fight scene was lacking because, I don't know. It was a big fight scene, but it really wasn't that big of a fight scene. But Ant-Man was dope in that fight scene. That, that was the greatest comic book fight we've ever seen, though. Yeah. Can we... When, I just... I want like one quarter of that in X Men. Mm-hmm. Omega Red, baby. He would make good fight sequence. Yes, he would, because he's a beast. And just do it like they did in the cartoon. And, how they had like uh, and rushes acting like a dick again. It's it's time to follow old eighties tropes. Yep. Can we just make uh, some Russian villains again? Yeah, or, Russian or, Ameri- or Nazi? No, I don't. No more Nazis. America's America's ready for Russian villains again. Yeah. Uh, no more terrorist villains. We ran his course. Again, we're, we're responsible for a lot of that. So, let's take it up. But Russia's just being a dick right now. And, and, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying about anything about my favorite people, one of my favorite peoples, but the Filipino president's being a dick, too. Just saying. That's, a, that's okay. Yeah. You can say that. I mean, we can still eat lumpia. It's fine. Yeah. They, I, all my Filipinos are like, oh, my God, this guy's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, you guys said it. That's not just me. All right. Because I know I'm black and he was talking shit about Obama. He sounds like a dick, but 
It could just me being my black defense go up. But no, nah, he's like, no, nah, he's a dick. He's like, like I, yeah. I could say it. Okay, cool. Okay, it's it's not it's our word. All right. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited about humans. I wish it was like this. Somebody's gonna make famous by just getting buff and not saying anything. I'm sad that Vin Diesel is not going to have that job anymore. Mm-hmm. This was going to be his greatest role of not talking and just looking sternly all the time. But then, like, you can cast this easy. You just got to have a strong jawline and buff. And buff, Black Bolt looks big as shit. As long as it had the space dog in it, I'm cool. This is like a giant space bug. Yeah. It's going to be tight. So, yeah. Now, that'd be fun as shit. Like, it's going to be fun because it it's opens up a lot. I want to see. And it's ABC, so it's probably going to be tied in with the... The agents, ALS. agents of shield, because they've been dropping in human bombs, and he was like, "Y'all not even that real in human, <laughs> dropping in human bombs. <laughs> Y'all not even that real. You're not pure in humans. <laughs> I was born in inhuman." Let's talk about the exciting trailers that we saw. Oh, trailers! Fucking trailers! I like that. Fucking trailers! I want to. I even played it on the keys. Um, this one was surprising because I never heard anything about it. And I immediately sent you this shit. And I was trying to show as many people as I can. But I know the people I work with aren't about that anime life. So they don't know about your boy Alphonse. One of the greatest animes of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a live action. Uh, Full Metal Full Alchemist. Mo- Full Metal Alchemist movie coming out. Alchemist. And the soundtrack is done by the Alchemist. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was no, I was thinking about that drop as soon as you said Alchemist, and I'm like, how can I make this reference? You did it, but that, the trailer, this trailer looks great. Look dope as fuck. It's easily the best uh, anime film trailer that dropped this week, and it's like Look, looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even looked at the. Tra- oh, I did, I did. It looked fun. Looking at you, Ghost in the Shell. No, that, that looks that looks cool too. And you know what the thing about that's gonna be? Okay, first of all, let's finish this, and I'll talk about the ghost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not style P. But that goes. Um, <laughs> I get high. It looks fun. It they look like they're just really gonna just like you know what we have all the source material we need. Let's just make it a movie. And it look it looks fun as shit. Um, but it's done by Japanese people, and I think they're gonna like keep it lit. They're not gonna bastardize it like how America would do it, like Dragon Ball Evolution. Or that that's a fine example. I don't, need, I don't, I don't, need, I don't need any more than that. Yeah. So. Yeah. It looks good, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to have to watch the series again in preparation. Briefly, I wanted to touch upon Ghost in the Shell. That trailer also came out this week. Mm-hmm. It, it looks good. It looks very faithful to the anime. Of mm-hmm. course, it also, the news of this film came out upon the heels of other news of uh, Asian whitewashing, like with Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and Mulan. Mm-hmm. We know now that uh, Mulan will not be whitewashed. Um, this one is the creator says he's good with it. They probably paid him, and so I'm good. I'm 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 still gonna see it. But yeah, I'll, I'll see it. I like Scarlett Johansson. Me too. But it might it might like it'll be on my mind though. Like in Doctor Strange, I'm like mm-hmm. I feel oh, like this is out. I feel like the ancient one was in like white Asian face. <laughs> nah, she wasn't. I kind of felt like she was. Tilda. Just- <laughs> I don't know how I To the windows. Name. To the wall. <laughs> All right. And the second trailer. Motherfucking trailer news. Trailer. 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 Uh, Calm Skull Island. That shit looks fun as fuck. That does look really fun. 
Yeah, uh, got uh, a grizzled Sam Jackson in there. John C. Riley. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre's in there? Yeah, he was a black scientist wearing the 80s glasses. He's skinny as fuck. Yeah. Like, Dr. Dre or the guy that played Dr. Dre? <laughs> uh, there's a a black gentleman that's wearing some, like, 70s glasses. Mm-hmm. He's, you didn't see him in there? Yeah, I saw the black gentleman. Was that Dr. Dre or the guy that played Dr. Dre? Uh no, that was the guy that, the guy that played Dr. Dre. Yeah, okay. So black, it, he's Black Jack Bauer. Yeah, I thought yeah, I know. I thought you were talking about like actual Dr. Dre. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, no. Mm. But yeah, no, um hey, he's getting working out hey, more power to him. Uh John C. Riley didn't I hear John Candy's voice? Not John Candy, John John Goodman. Uh, John Goodman. All, all the best Johns are in this movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it is it has a great cast. Um I thought I would never want to see another King Kong movie again. Directed by Peter Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that that you corrected me. You're like, no, Keen, it's gonna be fine. Peter Jackson isn't involved. It's not gonna be four hours long. You don't have to take a day off work for this. Yeah, and he was saying Peter Jackson hasn't been doing a lot. I was like, Peter Jackson made six fucking Lord of the Rings Hobbit movies, right? Those movies were fucking three hours each, so that means he had to work on these. And then it was like twenty hours of walking in some bitches. He's tired. All right, his soul's tired. I'm sure he needs he needs rest. He's he's probably retired from filmmaking. He deserves it. He's fine. And the only reason why he did the other three is because they had to pay him enough, and he didn't want somebody to bastardize it. I think he knew if he didn't make it, uh, children would die on the West Coast. <laughs> he's like, I got I got to do this work. I think they threatened him. They was like, No, if you don't do this and do it good, we're gonna kill all your offspring as soon as <laughs> forever. <laughs> Anyone he's, that's related to you. He's just, he's exhausted and just keep, keeps mm-hmm. writing those screens. He was threatened. Yeah. Um, but the movie looks fun. Um, the character design looks weird for the like the evil monsters. Uh-huh. Look like the same monsters from um, the Godzilla movie from a couple years ago. Yeah, the winged shit and everything like that. But that but that, that, but that, that, that animal has been played. Because that's the same. That animal was in... Uh, Cloverfield. Cloverfield. That animal was in uh, Pacific Rim. I'm like, can you guys stop designing this monster? Like he like the yeah, so we see that going on. But, but Kong looks sh- the dope. John C. Riley's making me laugh already. So, but yeah, aside from that, it looks it looks like a fun monster romp. And then of course humans, Ofe fucks up paradise, where people living in harmony and shit. I hope they don't depict the uh, natives as uh, colored savages again, like they did in the King Kong version. I mean Peter Jackson version. They, they are. Peter Jackson. All right. I'm like, uh, how many black people were in uh, Middle Earth? One. That's probably one in the background. Mm-hmm. He's like making some greens or something. Mm-hmm. You mean Middle Earth, and you brought together all these tribes and what? No black people in there? No. All right. It's nope. hard. It's hard to be a black person in in the fantasy realm. Yeah, because we ain't magical. No. Even though you get Even all like- of us from <laughs> our from <laughs> our lores and shit like that. We're only magical when it, it benefits you. Yeah. When we were retarded and we helping somebody play good at golf. Anyway, I just, we went there. Uh, Keanu Reeves news. This week in Keanu Reeves news. Um, I forgot to write down dude's name. Oh, David Leach. 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 I don't know his name. The director of John Wick is going to, has been tagged to, Tag to do Deadpool. I mean, no, yeah, the dude Deadpool too. Oh, that was confirmed now. Yeah, it's confirmed. It's confirmed. Oh, all right, that's cool. That's cool. And Hopefully, yes, uh, that is Ryan Reynolds doesn't piss him off and he won't quit because mm-hmm. he's he's a confirmed asshole. 
Yes. Oh, no, 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 uh, no. You're no, too, no. too late. You've already agreed. No, it's no, 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 no. It's recorded. No, you never. I'm tweeting Ryan Reynolds. I wasn't saying that shit. Shut R- up. Ryan. I'm saying because Vic- if Vic- he Vic- does Vic- do something, Vic- he's going to call John Wick. He was like, D- hey, hey, I will get Keanu up here right now. And he was like, hey, whoa. <laughs> the fuck? The fuck? Uh, my bad. Shit. And tell me you can call John Wick. He got adamantium bullets that are put in your skull, fool. And you'll forget everything like shitty movies. Jeez. Wolverine Origins. Uh, shout out to Ric Flair, the Four Horsemen. Shout out, shout out to Shannon Sharp. Let us take a break, and we'll come back with another exciting top five. Enjoy this musical segment from What's Real. Trying to part ways with these dark days, but I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. Heartbreak, always staying in arm's length. Still taking so long to find a calm place. Mixing medication with morning meditation. Trying to clear my mind, but it's never Nathan. Feeling lazy when I'm doing the most. Past haunting me like a ghoulish ghost. Therapist said the memory might be repressed, and that may be why I'm living depressed. Yo, it's hard to con- From Noted prolific actor Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. Denzel, one one of our mutual favorite actors, because I mean he's fucking Denzel Washington. I mean that's his that's his. They were like, oh, what has he done? He he he's been Denzel Washington all his life. Yes, and, um, then, and then once America discovered that, he forever changed our lives. If there was like range, you know how Prince's range is, he can go super high and then the depths of the sea low. Uh, that's 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 Denzel's range. <laughs> <laughs> Denzel can play a white man convincingly with no makeup. Um, only thing I would like to see him do is more comedy. That's why his one of his only comedies made my list. <laughs> <laughs> Because I mean, fun Denzel is—it's less scary. It's just less scary. Um, I think you went first last week, so I will go first this week. Okay. My number five is just came out, but it was fucking awesome. Magnificent Seven. That shit was just fun as fuck. Um, Denzel Washington. These are movie like performances, but movies. Like I enjoyed this movie a lot. It was Denzel Washington with Christopher Pratt, and then you had your boy Ethan Hawke up in there. It had an Asian dude that was dope. Uh, Denzel Washington carried like even though a lot of shit people had good character, very strong acting in this movie. Denzel Washington held that movie, uh, and he showed him white people how to act. Nah, this is how you motherfucking act, boy. You know that little Denzel look. And so, yeah, that movie was just, it was just hella fucking fun. And I didn't have to see any N-words. Really? There were none? I don't think there was. I don't remember any. Maybe in the director's cut. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in the Quentin <laughs> Tarantino cut. Uh, my number five was recently added to Netflix this week. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, He Got Game. Nice. Probably one of my favorite Spike Lee movies. One of them, not the, but it's it's still pretty great. Oh, we should do that. Top five Spike Lee joints, and it has uh, Ray Allen, the <laughs> the uh, greatest, and Rosario Dawson with the nice titties. Is oh yeah, Night Nurse. Is uh is Ray Allen the greatest uh, basketball athlete actor? He's better. He's better than than Shaq. 
<laughs> I'd have to look at the list, but yeah. No, but to hold a movie by himself, yeah. But no, this this movie. Well, not by himself, but like, but I think Denzel like kind of uh, LeBron and Michael did it. He made everybody around him look better. No, he does. He's good at that. Yeah. He was probably schooling him on the set. He's like, "Oh, Ray, how you doing? I like your jumper." <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is is a uh, a great movie. It has a lot of good lines in it. Great ensemble cast with Mila Jovovich, Night Nurse, and Jim Brown's in it. Jimothy. Mm-hmm. We get proceed. Uh, again, it's fairly newer, but uh, two guns. It. Had me laughing with Denzel and stuff like that. Him and I thought him and Mark Wahlberg's chemistry on the stream was fun. Uh, they looked like they were having fun doing it. Uh, I got to see Paula Patton's boobies. Um, nice races. Uh, I do this for the greater good villain. So uh, I wouldn't call him racist now that I think about it. But it had great action scenes. Um, they were taking on the world together. Like it was the buddy cop. But they were terrible. They went around robbing banks and shit like that. And you it know, was just fun. You know, I've never seen that movie. Kind of because I hate Mark Wahlberg. You really you hate Mark Wahlberg? I hate Mark Wahlberg. He's you know, t- like he's, the, I he's, like the other guys too. He's a terrible person. Probably. And he's not funny. And he's a bad actor. Have you have you seen the happening? No. I've seen this stuff where he's funny and all right. He's funny in that movie and he's funny in the other guys. I'm a peacock, Sarge. You gotta let me fly. Never seen it. It's actually, if you like Will Ferrell, you'll like this movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Ferrell's a straight man. <laughs> the Bone Collector. Because I'm a big fan of movies where uh, Denzel... You feel like Bones? <laughs> yeah, where uh, Denzel sits down. Because mm-hmm. I find it really relatable. I'm like, man, Denzel's not getting up in this movie, and neither am I, because this performance is so entertaining. But I feel like it's pretty impressive to act as a paraplegic person. You know, just with your face. He doesn't do, like, any hand gestures or emoting. He doesn't pound on his chest. <laughs> he took my wife! <laughs> they shot at my wife! Yeah, none of that. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite. <laughs> I will not bury my son. My son will bury me. I will not collect these bones. <laughs> these bones will collect me. <laughs> exactly. Nice. But it is a good team up with the young Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. And Queen Latifah. Who you calling a bitch? You and I T fucking unity. Oh, that's not how the song went. <laughs> Remember the Titans. This movie is the movie that America needs right now. This movie was uh first of all, a great ensemble cast. Sunshine. Yeah, you had your boy uh Wood Harris acting his ass off. He doesn't get a lot of roles. He deserves better. Yeah, he does. Yeah, uh was cute. That wasn't cute in there. That was a cute look alike. <laughs> But it was a. Uh, oh, you mean my favorite, my, the best Faison? Yeah, Donald Faison. Yeah, Donald Faison was in there, and he was old in that movie. That's how you know black gonna crack because Donald Faison been playing a teenager for tw- thirty years. <laughs> him and him and Wood Wood Harris, all yeah. those actors are old as hell. Old as shit. Like y'all can't find new young actors. <laughs> and shit like that. Got a man now. That's how you know there's a white casting company. He's like you get these old niggas movies and shit like that. It's like all right, and as uh, these high schoolers, so thirty five. So year it's old, around thirty five year old Donald Faison. It's around uh, centered around a, a town where they had, they're segregating schools and 
one of the top football schools is segregating the football team, and it's like you're bringing super athletes from being white and super athletes from the black side, and then they're fighting for spots and everything like that. And then they got to learn how to communicate and trust with each other. Some people, like, like it, it showed in the stage that they break down color barriers because sports, sports is – Honestly, sports has done a lot for American civil rights and how America, uh, if you play sports with somebody, you, you guys become brothers and stuff like that. But then, like, they, they bonded over training camp, but then they came back to the real world where the real world pulls them apart. And winning football games will make you understand and love people. But then there's always that underlining stuff. We saw that this year, that See, everybody loves football, baseball, and basketball, but, you know. Trump is president. So you're saying that we should all join a sports team together? Uh, and maybe maybe play against the Russians collectively? Here's the thing. It's, it's maybe play against the Russians collectively. Hear me out. Hear me out. It's going to be like the Olympics, right? All right. But America collectively is going to play in sports against Russia. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. First of all, the only thing Russia would play us in is hockey. And we, we, just, we just ain't doing hockey, man. <laughs> Everything else will kill him, man. It wouldn't be a lot of... Ofe on the team. I guess if we did play them in football, we'd have the one Ofe quarterback, maybe let a short white wide receiver, and then black guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. and white linemen, white linemen. But uh, I'm sorry, I got I got off topic. We're talking about our favorite Denzel films. Oh yeah, so River Titans in is like great acting, uh, based on a true story. Great acting through and through, and it was like it was. It's a real ass movie. And it's it brought like sports brought people together. You threw me off and shit like that. It's a great movie. It makes me tear up. Sunshine. <laughs> Sunshine. I'm gonna go off a tangent on your next one. Uh it's a it's okay. What number are we on now? Uh I just did three, so you're on three. Okay. Man, this is this is a tough list for me, but my mind's gonna be a little bit um controversial. Flight. Flight. I thought this was like a com- a comeback movie mm-hmm. for for Denzel because he did he was doing like a lot of action movies at that time, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Don't forget, I can act still." Speaking of Stan versus Evil, right? So this week on Stan versus Evil, now like Denzel, they had to now learn about Denzel in, in, in this movie and was then, great. Like, he had the like a uh, turning from a pig into like this rat like character, which reminded me of the witches movie where like they went from mice and then she turned a big rat. It was kind of scary to me. So that was kind of cool. But I like the show. I hope you've been watching it. I hope you guys have been watching it at home. Stan vs. Evil on the IFC channel. That's how it feels when somebody goes to a tangent. Oh. During so, your. Dur- oh, that's that's interesting. Hmm. I, I'm glad you're a fan of that show. Flight's a great movie. Have you seen it? Are you a fan? Never seen it. You've never seen that movie? <laughs> it's on no, my no, no, list for a while. No, you should. It's, it's, a, it's a bad Denzel movie. Or he plays a bad person. He has he has a lot of problems, but he's yeah. a, he's a great flight attendant. He's a, hey, he's a pilot, dick. Flight, yes. Oh, so you have seen it then? I know the story of the movie. He's wearing a captain hat on the <laughs> Netflix things. All right, you can't you can't judge a movie by its cover. He's wearing a fucking captain's hat. <sighs> you think he? You think he? And I've him? seen the I've you seen think, the trailers. You know, you trailers be trailing. So you Do think, you even trailer? You think you know the movie? Well, he, just just start just start. He's living, a flight attendant. Just start living your life. Watch it. He's a flight attendant. No, he's no, he's a he's, a he's a captain. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> you called him a flight attendant. And I corrected I, you. I I was making a met- I was making a clever metaphor. No, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wouldn't even have to go that far if you just said, "Oh yeah, yeah, pilot." 
<laughs> you made it go that far. Okay, he's 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 a pilot, and he has a problem. He loves coke in the drink. <laughs> Who doesn't? He was high as fuck when he landed that plane. <laughs> and John John Goodman's in it. They're they're uh some make the finest team ups in Hollywood. Also in Fallen, have you seen that? I think so. Is that uh when he was like stand by my side or something like that? They were seeing that song. Time, Time is on yeah. my side. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Fallen's it is. Good. When a little girl looked at him, I was like, shit. And then he's just touching everybody. And then they got in that cat. Yep, that's my favorite Denzel movie with the cat and the devil. Or some sort of demon. But go on. Oh, you're good. No, I'm saying I'm I'm done. Oh, number two? Yeah. Uh, this movie I forgot about, and I watched it again recently, and I forgot, like, this motherfucker just did a damn. Damn, he can act. Malcolm X. Um... I don't know enough about Malcolm X that I should have. Militant black leader. He's the Magneto and the uh, <laughs> in Earth 626 with no mutants. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, do yeah, I did see what you did. We are, we are Earth 26626. Yeah, good job. No. Um, but uh, Malcolm X's strong performance uh, gave us some of the epic lines. Uh, about the story Malcolm X goes from red to the the militant of all militant black leaders. And then I like how they kind of Hollywood. I mean, it was Spike Lee, right? Yeah. And Spike, I think Denzel won an Oscar, but they wouldn't get Spike Lee one. So, yeah, that. Now, uh, they, now they get to give him the honorary Oscar because they're like, uh, yeah. We, we kind of dropped the ball a few times. They're like, sorry, we know we fucked up. Here yeah. you go, I guess. At least for Malcolm X. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> like, Wow. Somebody must have watched, but like, wait, we we did what? We didn't give him this shit? <laughs> did you see this movie? He said, we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed, and it wasn't it get, wasn't a boring. Get the, get the Academy on the line. It wasn't a boring movie. It was very riveting. It kept you in there, even though it's like not an action sequence, but it was just like showing you from this guy goes there. He gets awakened by knowledge and shit like that. And then it shows how... The white man hated him because he like had the power. He was empowering uh, black men, and then how he got too big for even the nation, and then some conspiracies happened, and he ended up dead. And they stumped that motherfucker out. Now I get your hand out my pocket. <laughs> I almost put this movie on my list. It's mm-hmm. gonna be my honorable mentions, but I I concur. It's a fine film. Man, Spike Lee is he's kind of the goat. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put Inside Man on my list, and I wish there was a sequel. Cause it's just a good a good bank thriller with mm-hmm. uh, Denzel. Clive yeah, he must have Cl- smelled like ass when he got out of that hole. <laughs> Man, this cast is so great. I'm so sad we're not we don't have a sequel. that's supposed to be. I don't know what happened. People got too busy or what. Denzel doesn't do sequels. Um, uh, no, he does now with like Equalizer. Oh yeah. Which might which might be on my list, just because it's like a adult Home Alone at the mm-hmm. end. <laughs> um, you done? Yeah. It's uh, Equalizer almost made my list, but it was one of those Denzel performances that Denzel does. And so the one that was better than Equalizer and that was before Equalizer, Man on Fire, is my number one. Uh, it had Dakota Fanning when she was still making movies. I don't know why she doesn't make movies anymore. Damn, I haven't heard the name in a long time. Yeah. I literally wouldn't know who it was if I wasn't looking at the had, cover of Man on Fire right now. It had uh, Mark Antony as the father. Um Oh wait, sorry. What? Um, Are you making this your number one too? No, nah, stop recording. When? 
I just, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to fuck you up. Yeah, no, you would have got. <laughs> I'd have just left. You like, finished the show by yourself. You're like, I quit the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd have just left. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. You, you very liberal with my time. <laughs> um, the photo, Dakota Fanning, like, uh, and the story narrated. Some parts of the story is narrated by fucking Christopher Walken, and he has these great lines. Christopher Walken's not in the movie. Christopher Walken is like his friend, and they went through shit together, like the shit, like. Blood baths and everything, and they made it out. There's so, a, there's a movie that happened before this, we didn't and we didn't see it. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just that's pretty dope. What? They, no, they, oh yeah, they, yeah, they, they yeah, talk yeah. about it. They talk yeah, about yeah, it. yeah. So I see what you're saying. Like there's a there's a prequel that should have happened. Yeah, and they can still do it with a different actor and a younger looking dude. Men, men on but, fire. But there men, is nobody that could men on fire. It's like you can probably get somebody up like could pass for a Denzel with maybe the acting chop, but you can't get a Christopher Walken voice. No, that those don't exist. No. But uh, yeah, so he he learns how to live again. He was like this little girl, little white girl saved his life. Oh, white saving movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh no, oh no, it's okay. It's, 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 no, it's still good. It's made by Tony Scott. This is my number one also. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of one of my favorite directors of all time because he does that like really gritty style. Mm-hmm. Him and Denzel have a ton of movies together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a fun movie. It's good. It's a fun it's, movie. It's, he went through torture in Mexico. Like for a little girl, and he tortured Mexico. Like, is a few things. It was like, oh, I'm just a businessman. What, is, what was the line? I was like, this is just business. He was like, everybody keeps telling me that. And then when he stuck the the uh, explosive of dude's butt, and he was like, uh, one, one, one. Wish. She was like, I wish you had more time. And I was like, yeah. Uh, he was just dope in the movie, and it wasn't a lot of hand to hand combat. He was slapping people around in a racer. I mean, the equalizer. That shit was fun. He wasn't beating people's ass, but. Like the way he ghosted through Mexico was pretty fun. Like how he set up in the the window with the rocket launcher and just like blasted up people. He tore up fucking Mexico for the little girl. So, odd fun fact mm-hmm. that Denzel and uh, Tony Scott ran into each other at the doctor's office. And they were like, "Hey, we should make movies together again." We did Crimson Tide. That was pretty good. You want to work together again? All right. Mm-hmm. And that's how we got what Man of Fire. Yeah. That's how really? Yeah. That's a dope story. That's a dope story. But yeah, Man on Fire was that's what it doesn't come on that much. I need probably need to buy it and watch it again. But it has Christopher Walken. And he's like Christopher Walken is giving this he was like this guy, you know, this girl, she uh like some people are artists, you know, they they, they paint pictures, they 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 make composure they they compose things. He's like Chrissy's art, murder is Chrissy's art, and he's about to paint his masterpiece. And I was like, oh, damn it. That was the greatest. Christopher Walken. Also, like a movie with a good alternate ending. This movie has like 17 of them. Oh, that he survives? I guess one of them he survives. There's three of them. One of them he survives, which I haven't seen on the DVD. Mm-hmm. So when you buy it, let me know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably just YouTube it now. No, man. It's, I, don't, I don't know how to do that. No. <laughs> uh, honorable mentions? Um, Let's see. The Book of Eli. I need to watch that again. Uh, it was fun. Great uh, twist. The Equalizer, of course. I love it. Um, had hit, It had Def- Dakota Fanning's character who grew up and became a whore. No. <laughs> uh, oh, and... Equalizer. Yeah, yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. With uh, Chloe Mor- Mor- Moritz, Moritz. Grace. Um, American Gangster, of course. That was just fun. I wish that um, what's his name wasn't in it because I get bored when that happens. Who Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe. Eh, 
No, I mean, he, not, not, I'm not saying he's not a great actor. He mm-hmm. is. But I'm kind of like, why is it Denzel on the screen? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you know, you know what I mean? One of my favorite movies, another Ryan Reynolds movie, Safe House. I really like that movie. No, that movie is pretty fun. Yeah. That, I'll t- that takes away my Ryan Reynolds hate. Um, and, of course, uh, God damn it, Training Day. Now, uh, I kind of thought, I'm kind of surprised. I kind of thought you didn't like that movie. I love that movie. Okay. Um, that's Ethan Hawke? Yeah. That's not Ethan Hawke. Either. Ethan Hawke is great. He, yeah. des- he he deserves more credit. First of all, it has one of the greatest rants ever. You you motherfuckers, y'all gonna do this to me? To me? You be playing basketball in Pelican Bay shoe program. <laughs> Give me my money, Jake. I need my money, Jake. No, he was he was kind of over talk cartoonies, but it was awesome. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I love. Oh, and gave us David Ayers, and we know David Ayers real pyro as fuck. Like, he sure because is. he loves having bones in his movie. He shot a movie in a jungle, and, like, he didn't even have to ask for a pass. He was like, hey, 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 Bones, I'm about to film a movie with Denzel. Hey, tell that nigga come holler at me. You good? You staying in Keisha's house? He's like, nah, that bitch, you be tripping. <laughs> yeah, she be tripping. <laughs> Shit, you know, last time I stayed there, she tried to, you know, shank a nigga to sleep because I gave the dick to her cousin. You know, David Ayers real pirate nigga, man. Uh, Antoine Fisher, because that's real motivation. Oh, yeah, it's real yeah, motivational, yeah. and like his directorial debut at a time, because it's it's weird and it's it's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. I talked about Fallen a little bit earlier, because him and John Goodman have a good time together. They're probably friends in Ariel. Um, that means real life. I don't know why I said that. I like the the inside job. I also like Glory for the one tier. Oh, Hurricane yeah. was good yeah, too. Yeah. Hate put me in here, but love's gonna bust me out. For your mind. I'm like, damn. Really? Um, and just just equalizer too. I'm just gonna put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> I um, almost like I wish and like hopefully I'll see one day I'll wake up and see one of the one of the things I really want to see Denzel Washington is signed on to be in Black Panther because he deserves it. This movie is like you know when uh. When like when black people, when old black women talk about the homecomings and like when the Saints go marching in, like this is <laughs> Wakanda and Black Panther is that movie that every black person should be at because this is all y'all work. Sidney Poitier should be there. Like everybody that ever did black cinema should be in this movie. <laughs> like I, I feel like this is the black homecoming. Like we made it. Like this is the movie that this is what fucking Doctor Dream took all them ass whooping for. Doctor King took all them ass whooping for. We, we made it. Yeah. Like cinema wise, anything ready. else? I'm ready. But this is like this. Don't feel like you don't feel like to me. I'm like this is the homecoming. This is like the this the the uh, when the Saints go marching in to me. Like this is that's how I feel. I gotta tweet Ryan Coogler that. I'm great. I'm excited. It's gonna be the best. Do you got anything else for we wrap up? I never wrap it up. Damn straight, never changed. Tomorrow we're gonna be at CrackCon. Thank you to what's at real what for what time? It. We don't know. It it it's there. It starts at ten. I tweeted them and they responded. Oh, good job. <laughs> oh, that means I can get shit done. I'm going to be tired as fuck. I am already tired. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, tomorrow we're going to be at Kraken Con in Oakland. Thank you to What's Real for lending music to the show this week. Get his album, The Human Experience. Also, take a look at and donate to the Kickstarter for Angelica Reigns because it is important to support comic, uh, independently created comic books and creators of color. Two up, two down. Follow us on SoundCloud iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, rate and review the show would really help because we're still trying to combat that one racist review from that terrible podcast that we got. 
See you guys next time. You guys are awesome. Side of tech. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Y'all some real ones. Tell me, baby, really need you to tell me, baby, baby. Is it just a cover up? Bitter taste, you fucked it up. Bitter taste, you fucked it up. Won't you tell me, baby? Cause I really need to know now, baby. So good, too good to be true. Beautiful and educated, too. Open mind and an open heart had me suspicious from the very start. Talking cliche like, why are you single? Especially when you got stacks like Pringles. She said, I'm too nice. They just take advantage. I said, me too. So I, I understand it. First day was at the Book of Mormon. We kept on laughing to the early morning. She said, you can stay the night. No sex. It's rare to find a woman with respect I woke up, my arms around her body I walked out, kissed her, she yelled out Call me Spent the day, we playing the whole night Knowing something wasn't right Could this really be you? Or is it too good to be true? Tell me, baby Won't you tell me, baby? Really need you to tell me, baby, baby Three months, no fights, everything go right. She know a rap, I know she sang. She got her own in the bank. Got the beauty, got the brains. Even spent a night playing video games. Nights in the sunset, talking to the sun down. High on cloud nine, praying I don't come down. She getting busy and I'm doing the same. Hoping that this drift won't ruin the flame. Cause the way it is now, I don't see no flaws. And I love how she look when I see no draws. But everything is great, we don't see no laws. Still haven't asked if I could be yours. Then she dropped a bomb right there from my feet. Telling me she about to leave the country for weeks. Damn. Yo, so when are you coming back? I really don't know. Okay. Um, well, how come you didn't tell me sooner? I just haven't had the time. I've been so busy, you know? Am I gonna be able to talk to you while you're out there? I don't even know. An email? But ever since she came back, she been acting distant Knew her son was on her mind, wonder when she'd let it out Knew her love was wild, but I wanna settle down Saying that she busy anytime I wanna see her Still hit her with that ring, ring, on her mind appear She had me feeling sick, like I caught some gonorrhea But shorty is a dime, so you know I gotta meet her Finally got a text asking if we could talk And at the drop of a dime, I felt the drop in my heart She said, you're great, but I can't
can't do this, see Give me a version of no, it's not you, it's me I tried to persuade, but I couldn't get her back Thinking I was the best girl that I never had Kept trying, hoping one day she'd get back to me But now she's gone, I'm alone, filled with apathy <laughs> 